G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, the Sydney Review show looking at Rose Hill. We had a couple of Group 2 races there, but we also had a couple of outstanding Sydney horses run first to in the Lightning Stakes, but we'll talk all about it with Mark Sheen, Mark Roden and Rob Scurry. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. How'd you find Saturday there at Rose Hill? Yeah, well, uh, I wasn't expecting a slow track. Uh, Friday was a very hot day in Canterbury. It was, you know, pretty dry. And then, uh, obviously, we got some storms there Friday night. And, uh, well, the fence was off, uh, as we saw. So another bias track at Rose Hill. Um, didn't take a lot of rain for that uh, track to be off. And not many horses came up the inside. Only one winner riding against the fence all day. And probably only about uh, two others that filled the placing trot up along the inside. So definitely did look to be better down the middle. Okay, Mark Roden, uh, looking at the figures just on face value, it looks relatively plain from a punning form point of view. Um, yeah, I'd say that Marzu's gone well. He's gone yep. to a new level. He was the, probably the standout performance on the clock of the, on the day. But, um, yeah, there are a couple of others. Um, Animo in particular, who hasn't set the world on fire after a perfect trip, I thought. Obviously not at his peak yet, uh, quite possibly, but still thought he was entitled to do a bit more than that. Yep. And uh, Rob, how did you see the day out of the yard? Uh, not that well. A um, couple of horses sweated up and won. Uh, Expat and um, Military Express were an Bolnesian's horse. So, yeah, I had a bit of a dirty day, sort of second-guessing myself and you know, compounding <coughs> mistakes. And, you know, it can happen like that sometimes. Okay. Well, look, we'll review races five through nine. We'll leave the last because it was pretty average. Um, but before we get into... Rose Hill. I'll just get a quick opinion from each of you on the Lightning Stakes. Obviously, we saw uh, Nature Strip a little bit tardy out of the gate, I think it's fair to say. Um, the report out of the mounting yard was he was also the biggest in condition that our Melbourne guys had seen, especially fresh in a campaign, whereas Home Affairs looked tuned right up. So, uh, Mark Sheen, I'll get your thoughts on both of those horses first, first of all. Well, I think uh, we saw Home Affairs turn the corner in the Coolmore last year and um, it was just a matter of him really getting a dry surface. So, you know, I suppose if you're on Nature Strip, you're dirty, you got left and you had to concede that horse would start where if he jumped cleanly, he'd probably have been rolling up near the lead. Who knows what would have happened? Uh, but, you know, Home Affairs is the next big thing on the uh, sprinting-wise and the new new uh, ones coming through to take on, you know, Nature Strip and all that group. So... Uh, yeah, Eduardo Guitra, pretty disappointing. I thought his trial in Adelaide was only so-so and he raced accordingly. Um, yeah, I think everyone saw the race and probably got their own opinion whether Nature Strip should have won or not. Rob, do you want to give us a bad beat on uh, home affairs or run no, us through your history no, no. with him? No, I, 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 I backed him. Um, I, the bad beat was the first up run at, uh, when Zuthus beat him about this time last year, but... Um, Look, he's actually been. I've been. I've kept the faith with him. You know, it's actually the key to my punting is just just keep backing horses that I've got a history with, whether they're good or bad. That'll eventually come around. Well, most of them do. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought it was. Um, he was very lucky to win. Um, the other, I think Nature Strip was in front half a stride before the line, so it's just a bob of the head. And you know, J Mac did it, and the rich get richer. Well, you know, he's now a hundred million dollars. You know, he'd probably go to Royal Ascot if he wins there. That probably be the end of him. Um, so, you know, I don't think we'll see him again. I think Eduardo might be better under Bend. Okay. Uh, let's have a look at Rose Hill. Race five was a benchmark 78 over 1100. Uh, very fast tempo here. 6.9 lengths fast to the 600. Marzu, as you said, Mark Roden's gone really well here. Uh, Rob, run us through how these horses paraded. 
so he, he looked really well. A little, little bit hot underneath, but, you know, that didn't stop a couple of winners on the day. Um, but, yeah, he, he'd come back really well. He can be caught quite fierce in the yard. So it was a good parade for him. I think Gelding's, you know, really helped. Um, the second horse, a little bit underdone, a little bit hot. Uh, Abel Willie doesn't look like he's grown much. Um, not sure what to make of the run. He maybe forgive him coming up the inside, but he's really only a pony. Um, and, yeah, um, he's got a bit of a boom on him. Um, I, I saw the, this uh, Nastrum um, at Canterbury. He looked better than that night, so he might have come to the end of it this time in. Okay. Mark Sheen, what, how are you reading this race? Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, Mizzou's got another level here. Um, as Rob pointed out, um, he used to get very worked up. Uh, even if you looked at his trials and that, he was always sweating around the breastplate. And um, he was a lot calmer in the yard on Saturday. Uh, following that gilding operation, settled better in the run and uh, and found something when produced. So I think he's going to go to another level. He wasn't that far behind the last time in. Um, and the fact that he's lumped 59 here and, and run good time would suggest he has gone to a new level. I agree. There's Abel Willie, as I said, after his first win, there's not much of him and he's not really going to train on. He's only a lightly trained horse. Second horse definitely didn't parade very well, was very pooey in the yard for mine. So... He's done a pretty good job. Don't know where you go after that. Nasturtium, probably a dry tracker and uh, might need a bend to go around uh, rather than being left out in the middle of the track. Okay. And uh, Mark Roden and on punning forms data, we've got Mazu as the best figure on the card. Uh, is that how you saw the uh, saw it for the day? Yes, I, I concur with that. Uh, I agree with everything said about him going to a new level. Um, just was never going to get beaten, just travelled sweetly off a decent speed. Um, Abel Willie never travelled. He was in the wrong spot, uh, especially in the straight, but he was never in the race. He was just hunted along to stay in touch with Marzu um, pretty much the entire entire race. Uh, I think they've got to be um, looking at... I mean, the Arrowfield's got to be just clearly in his sights now, and I think he'd be a good chance in it. I had a look at the betting this morning, and I think it's $11 the field, so there's going to be a few chances in it, but I think he's certainly going to be one of them. And this second horse, the Godolphin horse, is, I, I think it's improved markedly and wanted to chain in Victoria, so he might be one to watch this prep as well. Okay. All right, race six on the card uh, was the Silver Slipper, group two for the two-year-olds over 1,100. They've gone fast for the class, four lengths fast to the 600, and uh, Best of Bordeaux was left there out in front and managed to hold on. Um, Magic was hunting up there late uh, with Willie Pike on board for the Hawks team. Rob, run us through these two-year-olds. Look, the only thing I got right about this race was Queen of the Ball was a bit off. Um, she she got pretty sweaty, and um, that that hasn't been her pattern. So I was half keen to bet in the race, but even though I backed best of Bordeaux first up, I, I was of the opinion the form was no good after Racamello just ran very, very poorly in Melbourne. So I was thinking, well, that form's no good. So I didn't back him. I had something on uh, Sithira. I, I did like the look of this magic, this this $2.5 million horse from the Hawks horse. It's, it's a it's a really lovely walk. I can see why they've, you know, they've um, paid so much for it. It's, it's bred very well as well out of a just about a quarter of a cup winner. Um, so, yeah, it, it, look, I think this is the, the, in my 20 years in Sydney, this is the worst crop of two-year-olds I've ever seen. Um, and the slippers, you know, this magic could win it. Um, Shalatin, I, I had, who was my main play in the race, I thought he was weak as, weak as water up the straight. Um, look, the, the good open horse, uh, OJ, or, or whatever it is, is, is the camp fourth number 11. Uh, that's still got a bit of improvement to come, but um, slippers up in the air. I, 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 as I said, um, they're, they're, all, they're all pretty much dead to me, all of these. <laughs> 
You've been big on that for a while, though, Rob. Uh, Mark Shane, your yeah. thoughts here? Yeah, well, um, look, I couldn't have backed the winner myself. I thought, uh, you know, he'd run the slower sectionals, uh, went out hard and stopped. And, uh, well, he didn't stop. He still won by six lengths. But uh, his figures were a lot slower than Queen of the Ball on the same day. And, and Racamilla, a little bit the same. He got absolutely lapped down the straight there. So I had question marks over him, but uh, he did all the work, stayed on the fence and, and kept going. But he is only a pony. So whether he can run a strong 1,200 with pressure in the slipper remains to be seen. I think he'll go to the Todman, though. Um, where he's eligible for a very big bonus. So normally that time when you can throw up a, a horse that uh, is beaten in the slipper, like Capitalist and, and Sepoy, and then they jump out of the ground in the slipper, they have a you know a run with something left in their belt. But whether that's the case with Best of Bordeaux, we'll have to see. Magic, obviously, a very good run. Not sure he was all that comfortable in the ground. He was off the bit a long way from home, but a, a very good type. I was on Ojai. She, I thought she loomed at the top of the straight to look a chance, but uh, just a little bit plain late. So... Maybe she does have some improvement, but again, you wouldn't really want to be backing some of these in the slipper bar magic, I would think, would be the only one to come out of the race. Yeah, Mark Roden, how are you viewing these horses going forward? I don't know. Um, I think, <laughs> is magic the one, is, is it the, the fabled Wayne Hawks uh, unnamed thing he was tipping, you know, the better one at home from a couple of weeks ago? I think it, I think it was this one that they did a bit of detective work. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, well, this horse has got something. I mean, he did concern me a bit that he couldn't, he looked like he couldn't keep up for the first half of the race, which isn't ideal. But uh, to close off the way he did on Dubu um, is a very good sign. So he's obviously got a future. Uh, and as everyone keeps saying, it's a pretty weak year. So perhaps he's the one that's going to bob up on the, on the day and be the, be the one that gets away with the slipper. I don't know. Um, look, considering the way the track was playing, very good win by Best of Bordeaux. I couldn't have. Couldn't have found it. There was just no way you could have it ahead of Queen of the Ball. The market certainly didn't. One was 220 and one was double figure odds. Uh, and yet it's um, gone at a very good speed, rolled back to the inside, which was the wrong part of the track, and managed to hold them off. So what that says about the rest of them, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm at a loss with these two. Some of the, I mean, it was set up as something to run on. Shalatin didn't, and um, there was another horse back with it that didn't really close off either. And Ojai had to drop on them and couldn't finish off either. So... Yeah, I'm throwing up my hands a bit. I think the winner settled a lot better in the run. Like, he did go very fierce at his first win, but he's, even though he did work on Saturday, he seemed, once he got to the front, he seemed to relax a lot better, so maybe he did yeah. learn from that first run. So that's maybe why he's been able to keep going. But, again, having said that, he's still got to run 1,200, hasn't he? Yeah, and, I mean, even though he settled better, the, the speed he went, he was entitled for something to run past yeah. him, you know. The Parramatta Cup was row seven over 1900. Slow tempo, 2.5 length slow on punting forms class data to the 600. Uh, Mighty Bill's just been hooning along so far this preparation and came up against a bunch of horses that have finished off uh, at reasonable lengths here. Uh, Rob, how did they look? Oh, the two Waller horses looked outstanding. Mighty Bill and Too Much to Bear. Too Much to Bear's always looked like a bit fat, and he finally looked like that perfect wild that I like, like, you know, it will run well again. Um, but I've, I've made the wrong decision looking for a bit more odds. I thought he had every possible chance out in the lead and um, Mighty Bill's breezed past him. He's a, he's a stayer with, um, you know, with scope. Um, I don't think there's much, there's much here. Entente looked well again. Um, this Nicky Jack Cave looks like a like, like a nice horse and as does Mustajir, but whether they've got anything, I, I don't know. Um, Pretty much winner only for me. Great House can improve, I guess, up in distance and for one or two. Okay. Mark Sheen? 
Yeah, well, this was confidently back, wasn't he, from double figures earlier in the week. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, it was an impressive win. Um, the no compromise, had no luck. He had to drag back from a wide alley and had a very checkered passage from the 300 to the 200. Uh, his two runs this time in prior to this over unsuitable trips have been fantastic. So he's ticking over beautifully. I didn't think Great House looked great in the yard before the race, but that can be him. He can't sweat up and still win. So... Um, yeah, race side didn't get involved with punting wise, but um, certainly some people did and they got the cash when Mighty Bill just trotted in. Mark Roden, Mighty Bill's been a horse that you've been with at various stages. Mm, he has. I'm a bit <laughs> upset about this, to be honest. I missed the $9 wasn't around long or whatever price it was. It was yeah. a silly price on Wednesday. I missed that. Seemed to be living off around, you know, $465. So I thought, oh, well, probably can't get much shorter. I'll wait. But I will be on, and then it was four dollars on race morning. I said, oh, It's shortened again, I'll just wait, I'll be on, and then it shortened again. It's jumped around 3 30, and I've missed it. And and I've had it won at about the 600 as well, it was absolutely bolting. Um, and put them away. Um, so that was unfortunate. Um, no compromise is absolutely fine. Uh, he's run the best closing sections of the whole meeting, uh, again, not for the first time. This prep, so he's you know, draw a gate, get a jockey on him. Surely there's a race for him. But um, Mighty Bill, I mean, that, that turn of foot he showed and the way he travelled suggests he's better than this class. He, you know, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, winning things like the Tancred at Wade for Roads over 2,400. I don't know if he's quite that good, but he's he's a little bit better than this handicap class, I think. So um, I don't know how they place him, but he's pretty good. And and the flip side of, of uh, Mighty Bill and his turn of foot is the third horse, Too Much to Bear. It's an old uh, maxim of mine. You've got to be wary of these horses that are one-paced, and he certainly is that. Uh, that had big weight drops because um, just on the maths, people are going to find him. I mean, he was pretty hard in the market. But um, well, my theory is, you know, dropping 60 to 53 or whatever he was on Saturday, he doesn't run any faster. And, you know, he's, he's run OK, but he was he wasn't gonna, he was never going to win once they straightened. And, uh, yeah, he's got a bit shown up. OK, let's talk about the Hobartville. That was race eight, the group two over 1,400. Uh, in terms of the overall speed here, slowly run race to the 600, 2.6 length slow. I'm just really interested to get your various thoughts on Animo versus uh, the rest of these. So, Rob, how do they parade? Animo, a bit better, still very fresh. He's, he's got some issue with, with the clock, uh, which is near the saddling. Well, anyway, he keeps pig rooting. He's done it two weeks in a row now. Um, it, if you're not on your game, you're, you're going to get killed. Um, as, yeah, I don't know what his problem is, but... Um, I thought Halal, he's uh, borderline Panther, as we say. Um, he's still got good, good condition to come. Uh, I, I think he, he's every chance of rolling him um, in the round with Guineas next time. And um, Profondo is, is you know, lurking in the background as well. Uh, Ranch Hand looked very well again, but I, I was sussing him running 1,400 metres. Converge looked like it tightened up nicely. Um, and, uh, you know, I did... I almost, I almost backed him, Animo, just because I thought Silent Impact was uh, ha had none, um, and I don't think that's got much scope to go. I know Gay thinks it's going to go to uh, the Derby, um, but I think it needs to go to the paddock. It's uh, had enough. All right. Mark Sheen, your thoughts? Well, I thought he put them away by three or four when he was in the one-one and loomed at the top of the straight. It was uh, was nail-biting if you, if you took the tomato sauce. Um, I wonder if they'd swap runs at Halal um, on the outside and Animo the inside. It could have got a different result. Halal, I'll agree with Rob. Um, he looks fantastic at the moment. Um, he's really come back in good order, this horse. He did lose his way there for a while, but um, like he was tailed off almost in the Golden Rose. 
and came back to win two sort of weak races, but too far back in a slowly run race last time and um, in the worst ground on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, he was narrowly beaten in the Champagne, I think, uh, from memory, carrying my cash by captive on. But, um, yeah, he might make a race with Adamo and Profondo in that Guineas. Yep. Mark Roden, just looking at the data, look, if it was any other horse, you'd say it's it's good. But am I to say that he just needs a really genuine tempo before he shows his best or is he just perhaps underperforming a little bit early in his prep? Yeah, interesting point. Um, perhaps, he, yeah, I thought it's a worry if he is that one-dimensional that he just he can only produce his very best in a very strong gallop. That you know, at, at weight for age level, you need to be more uh, versatile than that. There's a lot of weight for age races are slightly run. Um, I yeah, I have to agree. I thought that you know, it was when he lobbed in the one-one, and you know they weren't going that hard. I thought, well, we're going to see the real one today, and put him away and he didn't. He really struggled to beat Halal, who was in the wrong part of the track. I mean, I will say that Halal's better than I thought he was. I thought he was maybe best of the second division of this yep. prop, but he's probably whether he's spot in the top division now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, the jury is very much out with me on Animo. I thought he was better than that. And you're right in that you say, well, if you just took it at face value, you say it's gone pretty well, but we're measuring, measuring him against the expectations that everyone had for him this prep to really stamp himself and it's maybe the best horse in the country and I don't know if he's going to get to that level now to be honest with you. Alright, well let's finish off with uh, with race 9 um, just for a little bit of self-torture. Uh, 1400 metre race, benchmark 100, <laughs> even tempo, 1.8 lengths fast to the 600 and uh, Skylab, everyone's favourite nemesis at double figure odds just running down the outside. Uh, Rob, I'll start with you. I walked into the yard. I thought it looked sensational. Um, I couldn't look better. And, and then I looked and said, "Who's that? Oh, it's Skylab. Uh, he won't. He can't win today. It's 1400. He's probably just going for a run around." So that you know, that's how um, my thought process was. Where on another day, I, I just back it. Looks the best back it, um, which is oh, sometimes how I think. But um, yeah, look, he's going to go really well. Uh, I thought the two Waller runners looked well. I'm not sure what to do with Invinciano. She she she. Looked like she backed up very well. Um, this uh, Zarek might be one to follow. Uh, it's still like you know typical kind of Hawks condition um, to come, so he should improve. Uh, and, and yeah, Dream Circle has been up for a while, but continues to run well without getting the cash. Mark Sheen. Yeah, well, old mate, I'm on I'm on Dream Circle. I've been on Skylab. Uh, 14 starts have been on it 12 times, I think, and down the outside it comes and knocks a man out. Dream Circle up the fence. So fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, he yeah. did look good, and I suppose there were a lot of leaders in the race in hindsight, and he has won first up in the past. But uh, geez, he looked very dour at the end of his preparation last time in, and he won a trial there at Gosford and was sort of hard ridden all the way. So. Yeah, I, I had question marks over him. I was, as I said, I was on Dream Circle. I'm very happy with myself would have had the 250 when he was coming through, but uh, just bogged down there late. Yep. Uh, Mark Roden, anything to follow out of this race for yourself? Not really. Skylab's gone to pretty much his best first up, which is a good sign for his prep, I suppose. Um, yeah, I was able to find him after the race too, but like Mark, I was on Dream Circle second again. But yeah, it was a bit, a bit tough. Um, yeah, no, that'll be nothing further. Yep. All right, very good. Uh, that brings us to the end uh, for today. I'll get some horses to follow from each of you. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. 
Yeah, look, I don't think it was one of those days that there were a lot of standouts. Look, I think Mazu has certainly gone to another level, as we mentioned, and I think Kissum, if he drops back in grade from that uh, from that top level, thought his run was was good enough uh, in the Hobart field there. He finished about midfield, but he's racing right out of his class there. So if he goes back to the country championships or the provincial race, whatever it is, um, he might be a threat in a race like that. Okay. Mark Roden? Yeah, Matt Mazu at the top table of three-year-old sprinters now. I think um, both of Mighty Bill and No Compromise are going to win more races. Uh, and I suppose we just watch that magic out of the two-year-olds. But, yeah. yeah, not a huge day for us. And, Rob, a couple to follow for yourself. Uh, unlike last week, I had, like, five. I, I don't have much to follow out of the meeting. Um, I like this uh, thing that won on Wednesday. I think Sinbar for Gerald Ryan. I think it, it's... Maybe, maybe a chance to, to you know, over over further to, to run a run a race. Um, I'd certainly rather be on him than um, the Gay Waterhouse one, Silent, whatever it is. Sure. Okay, and uh, it's the first of the Group Ones this weekend with the Chipping Norton and the Surround, and of course, in typical Sydney fashion, there's rain accompanying the week. So uh, I'm sure you all have a lot of fun doing the form. Waiting to see how much falls, but Mark Sheen, it's good to have some of the, the real top line races back. Yeah, absolutely. We'll wait for age racing again, and uh, we'll have a slipper lead ups again, and uh, we'll have the I think the Phillies clashing again this week. Espiona and Fangirl is that this week yeah. as well? So uh, that'll be mouth watering too. But uh, yeah, rain is predicted for the week. All right. Well, we will preview that meeting on Friday morning. Uh, all the best to you guys during the week, and we'll catch up then to preview that meeting.